when we came here, we witnessed that love is in the air. I mean, everybody loves each other, you know, everybody greeting each other, Sairam, and, you know, it, love is in the eyes of the people. I mean, it was very interesting for me. I met Sai Baba's elephant the three or four days ago. Small one. The small one. She was in the streets, you know. Everybody loved the elephant. And I didn't have the courage to touch her. But I felt that she knew that she was being loved and she loved back the people. I mean, you know, this is fantastic. Here, our relation with people, our relation with the nature, uh, all characterized by love. That was Professor Dr. Nezi Edon, Dean at the Faculty of Communication, Istanbul Bilgi University. He, along with his wife, Mrs. Jiran Edon, came to Puttaparthi for the first time in August 2010. They were part of a group of devotees from Turkey who visited Prashantinilayam and even performed a music program in front of Bhagwan on 12th August 2010. I have been thankfully listening to Vedas uh, for over a week. It's like a shower of vibrations. I mean, it's really, mm. I can feel it in my body. Mm. It's, it's not only good for my intellect, it's also good for my body. Something is happening. This, yeah, is, this is wonderful. Feel like you are cleaning, right? Yes. Yeah. And, it's a purifying uh, experience. And someone told me that it, it also purifies the air. Mm. Not only your soul, yes. mm -hmm. but also the air. That was how the hearts of the Turkish professor and his wife resonated to the divine sound of Vedam chanting emanating from Prashantinilayam, the abode of highest peace. After all, isn't Vedodharana, the revival and fostering of the Vedas and the wisdom of ancient sages, a principal part of the Avatar's mission? So now, here is the full conversation with this Turkish couple, Professor Dr. Nezi Edon and Mrs. Jidan Edon. In conversation with them is Radio Sai's Pishu Prishti. In this episode of our series, Trust with Divinity. Sairam, dear listeners, in the studios of Radio Sai today, we have a Sai devotee couple from Turkey. Professor Dr. Nezi Erdogan and his wife, Chidam Erdogan. A warm welcome to you, Professor and Madam. Hello, thank Hello, you. Thank you. Professor is the Dean at the Faculty of Communication in Istanbul, Bilgi University. 
and uh, they have come for the first time to Prashanti Nilayam. Is that right, sir? Yes, this is our first time in uh, India, our first time in uh, Prashanti Nilayam. Great. So there are a lot of stories now, definitely in your heart, about how you feel being at Prashanti Nilayam. You have seen Baba for the first time and for every Sai devotee, for every Radio Sai listener, it is always a very fascinating story to know how Swami draws people from different corners of the world. Swami is physically all the time here except for a few occasions when he goes to different places. But people come from all parts of the world and each one has a very unique story to share. Each story is fascinating. So we'll start with that. Tell us about your journey to Bhagwan. How did you come to know of Bhagwan in the first place? When did that happen? Well, uh, we first heard of Sai Baba about three years ago. We know this lady who is also a healer. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were visiting her uh, regularly. And uh, on our second visit, uh, I noticed uh, Sai Baba's uh, photographs hung on the walls. Mm -hmm. So I asked the lady who Sai Baba was. I didn't know him. And then uh, she explained who he was and what he does. And uh, of course, we were very much interested. Mm -hmm. And uh, she gave us uh, books mm. uh, about Baba uh, because there are lots of books translated uh, into Turkish. Mm. And uh, we began to read those books. Also, uh, she provided us with portions of uh, his discourses. Mm. Uh, we also uh, read them. We are still reading them. We yes. are still reading them. And, of course, we were very much fascinated by what he said or very much fascinated by uh, what is written about him mm. uh, because there are miracles mm. in the story. All of what we can say about Baba boils down to love. And mm. this is what he says when, you know, uh, he, he says something about religion. There is only one religion, religion of love. Mm. And this is what we believe. We were brought up in Muslim families mm. and we see that the essence of Islam is uh, love too. And uh, so it is very interesting to say, see that someone in India is emphasizing the same truth. This was very interesting. Of course, we are aware that India has, uh, in, in religious terms, it has a very uh, strong tradition, land of gods and uh, land, land of, you know, of uh, different cultures, you know, merging into each other. But there's also the unity of gods and all that, which we can also find in our own religion, Islam as well. This kind of relationship, the, a kind of uh, kinship. Uh, so uh, we were very much fascinated by all these. The 20th century has ended in despair. Uh, you know, uh, there is every 
form of hatred, racism being the prominent one, corruption, poverty, inequity. So uh, when they get together, they form a very uh, bleak, very gloomy picture. And it seems that the 21st century is following the same way. And uh, right at the center of this picture, the mission of Sai Baba appears as a light at the end of the tunnel. Back in Turkey, we read his works, we read works about him, and this was all mostly all about what he said. But now, when we come here, we were able to witness also what he did, what he's doing. And I see that what he is doing is as important as what he is saying. It's very important because he is talking about love and when we came here, we witnessed that love is in the air. I mean, everybody loves each other, you know, everybody greeting each other, Sairam, and, you know, uh, it, love is in the eyes of the people. I mean, it was very interesting uh, for me. I met Sai Baba's elephant the three or four one. days ago. The small one. The small one. She was in the streets, you know. Everybody loved the elephant. And I didn't have the courage to touch her. But uh, I felt that she knew that she was being loved. And she loved back the people. Mm. I mean, you know, this is fantastic. This is not we experience in Istanbul. But here, our relation with people, our... Uh, relation with the nature, uh, all characterized by uh, love. This is very important. I mean, love is not a word anymore for us. I mean, we've, we have been reading words hmm. in the books, but now... Uh, it has become a verb. You can see it in action. Yes, yes. Hmm. This hmm. was very moving, very impressive, actually. Hmm. Uh, so we have been very uh, happy. Uh, since we uh, came here. Two months before we were coming here, you know, we were getting ready and then we were going to uh, Darnik. How can we say that in the... There's this community uh, devoted to Sai Baba. Ah, okay. In uh, Istanbul. We gather, uh, they gather twice together. a week. Twice a week and then one day we practice the bhajans and then on Thursdays we sing So it. after you came to know about Baba from the healer, you started going to the Sai Center? Not really. Before, now this lady, it was winter, she said, I'm going to India hmm. to visit uh, Sai Baba's ashram. Why don't you come along? Okay. And without any hesitations, uh, we said, why not? Yes, we're coming. Oh. Isn't, and then, uh, she isn't said that, that surprising? <laughs> you just came to know about some Baba and when they ask you, are saying, yes, yeah, we are coming. <laughs> but of course, we were now uh, aware of uh, his mission, the meaning of his mission, which mm. we find very valuable, mm. not for only, uh, only for the Indians, but for the oh, humanity in humanity. general. Uh, I mean, this is very dear to us. Mm. And... Uh, of course, uh, it was uh, an opportunity to see him in person mm. and the energy flowing from him. Mm. I mean, we couldn't miss that. So. Mm -hmm. 
I did go to the organization a couple of times last year. Mm. And then uh, when our healer told us that if we would like to go to India, it was like eight months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. We said, yeah, sure, we would love to go. So uh, approximately two months ago, I started to go to the organization twice a week to work on the bhajans with them. So I was playing the keyboard oh, okay. and I was, you know, I was learning and then teaching the bhajans at the same oh. time. Also, Turkish, uh, we were learning the Turkish Hymns, hymns. Hymns, religious hymns, mm. you know. With uh, Professor Ruhi Ayangi. Mm. So we were practicing four times a week, actually. Every mm. night, almost every night, we were meeting. Mm. So it, uh, I was, you know, reading about Baba, but singing and uh, learning the bhajan, it was giving me so much happiness, actually. I mm. mean, musically, I mean, bhajans are great, and the meanings are great. The melodies are fantastic, and... I really, you know, liked, uh, you know, working on them. And then it was very interesting. Like, the more I sang and then the more I was thinking about Baba, like, one day I was walking on the street and then uh, Baba came into my mind and then I smelled this beautiful flower, you know. It was it, it, it was something like a wind came to my nose and then... And then I uh, experienced such a happiness. And I looked around, there was no flower. I mean, mm. it was like some, a miracle. Some fragrance from fragrance nowhere. Fragrance from nowhere came to me. And then it gave me so much pleasure. Mm. And then that happened three or four times. Mm. And then I said, oh, I'm so happy that, you know, I'm going. And then mm. it was very... And I read this in Phyllis Crystal's book, yes. too, actually, that she yeah. experienced similar... People. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people feel his presence in different ways. I mean, miracles. Miracles, of course, they are very attractive, very mm-hmm. important. Yes. And mm-hmm. we have been able to witness uh, many of his miracles here. I must say that one thing impressed me more than that. Many people in need, you know, give uh, yes. letters to him. And uh, he reads every letter, one by one. I, I mean... I saw that, I, yes. I noticed that, and I was very much impressed by that. Mm. I mean, this shows that he really cares about his people, he really cares about those people who needs his help. This is very important. And also, there was this theater play during uh, Darshan, yes. and uh, after the play, the players approached Baba, Baba. To show their respect, mm. and uh, he also, you know, uh, I didn't hear what he yeah. said, but you know, there yeah. was something going on. Yeah. And I saw these two uh, young people. They were not players, but you know, they they helped the others carry yeah. to carry yeah. things and all that. Baba called them, and Baba saw them. Yes, and I mean, it was very obvious that. They were very humble. Yes. They wanted to, you know, talk to Baba, Baba. but they just didn't have the courage. Yes. And the players and all the other people yes. forgot about them because okay. they were, I can understand that, they were very excited. Yes. Yes. Baba saw them and yes. called them and blessed them. I yes. mean, th- these are uh, only some of many occasions and examples uh, by which uh, Baba showed his love mm. and how he cared about all of us not only a couple of us but all of us uh, be they his devotee or not 
so we we are very much impressed by that, and uh, we are returning home mm. with all these memories, mm. uh, which we will treasure. You know, which we will always uh, remember. Mm. How did you uh, feel staying in the Prashantinilam ashram? Did you find it uncomfortable to stay? the routine of you know sitting there for 2 hours waiting for baba was that a difficult thing to do in this area uh, there is everything we need and also whenever we felt uh, the needs for something there was always someone to help us of course we are not very much used to you know uh, sit, sitting on the ground but we were just happy with all thousands of people mm. i mean love flowing mm. in every direction mm. this is something we share mm. and uh, even if it's not that comfortable we just forget about it mm. and i mean yes. because we are here for are the experience yes. i mean not for luxury or uh, to feel mm. comfortable to mm. sit yes. in an armchair yes. but we are here to share love to 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 have energy coming mm. from baba uh, this is what is important for us mm. baba gives that energy mm. actually you yeah i mean the first day we arrived you know it was a long flight and you supposed mm. to have jet lag you mm. know mm-hmm. and i said i'm not tired at all you know it was you know and <laughs> we tired. went to the afternoon darshan right away i'm no tiredness mm. i mean it was like yes, a miracle we we had arrived and uh, we didn't know where we were going to stay we hadn't slept for 20 hours maybe mm-hmm. but uh, in 2 hours we were ready to uh, attend uh, darshan oh. and we were Full very energy. happy yeah. very excited <laughs> mm. very excited mm. yes indeed prashanti nilam the name means the abode of peace yeah, ah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so there is something about this the uh-huh. air of prashanti nilam yeah. there is some energy here yes i think people feel it depending on how much you tune to it and uh, you were mentioning about how there is so much of love in this place and how love is the core of swami's message i was just reminded of an interesting explanation of the word islam mm-hmm. that baba gave once while speaking to the students he said islam i s l a m mm-hmm. means I shall love all mankind. Uh, yes, mm. Islam means uh, it's, it's a kind of a salutation. I mean, in Turkish we say selam, surrender. Is it uh, surrender? Not only surrender, but it also means peace. Peace. May peace be upon you. Salam yes. aleikum. Yes. And they share the same origin. Islam, selam. Uh, they share all the same origin mm. and to surrender just the way uh, baba puts it uh, in the entrance of the western cafeteria mm. the prayer of the surrender, surrender. yes so after uh, you have known baba and you have seen baba is there any perceivable change that you see in your personality in your way of thinking in your attitude towards life has it brought any kind of difference in the way you look at life in the way you go about your personal life your professional life has there been any kind of difference in the attitude uh, towards life in general after having known baba 
Actually, uh, even before we came here, I think we have already become more patient, mm. more patient towards other people, even towards the hectic life of the big city. We have known uh, how precious the humankind can be. Uh, I think we have grown a kind of awareness in that. I mean, uh, we have not become only patient, but also we now have respect for others. Because now we know that they contain God in themselves. So we have to praise mm. the God within you, mm. the God established mm. in you. Sometimes, you know, we tend to forget it, forget it, you know, but then, you know, something happens and then reminds us of, of that truth. Now, I feel that we have to leave India and go back home. I mean, our time here is up and we have to leave. Why? Because we have to enlarge the ashram of Sai Baba, you know, it, I mean, we have to expand it onto our home. Hmm. You have to carry I this mean, atmosphere to your home. Our home must be the ashram of Sai Baba as well. And uh, we will be able to figure out what really happened to us only when we go back home. Hmm. And, you know, we have to establish that atmosphere of respect, love, unity uh, in our homes. Hmm. Tell us, uh, has this brought any kind of discernible change in the way you look at music, in the way you look at life? Uh, sure. I mean, I studied, uh, you know, classical Western music for, you know, many, many years. And unfortunately, I didn't have much time to study Turkish music. And then studying... Uh, the Bajans, I realized how much I was missing, actually, mm. you know, like, so, the music, I mean, classical Western music is, you know, beautiful as well, but, you know, I like it very much, but it could be too intellectual in certain areas, but this music is coming truly from heart, and it touches to your heart, and then it's just... Uh, very meaningful and it's teaching me a lot and I would like to compose that way and I hope that I can you know create music and then I'll you know make listeners to feel you know what I feel here and what I learned from Baba and in you know, all the you know his blessings and then his healings I hope I can mm transfer that to mm, uh, mm. the listener to music to, share to, this to, love and yeah, share this peace yeah music and then mm. yeah it's, it's it was wonderful to see see you play during that performance when the, oh. all the turkish <laughs> devotees played yeah professor rui Thank was you. on this side and you were on that side playing the piano how yeah. was that experience of performing before Baba? it was wonderful i mean it was wonderful i mean being that close to, you know, Baba was amazing. And then I looked around and I saw, I'm mean, from that point, seeing all these people, how many, 20,000? Mm, mm. I, I said, this is, you know, because every musician has that. Well, you know, I 
when I was younger, I used to wish I had a rock star, you know, I would play to thousands of people. And then I said, well, you know, it's that day, you know, we have 20,000 people. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, yeah. it was very powerful. Mm. Uh, to share that the same, I mean, people are not there to criticize or, you know, that's very different. If it was a concert hall, you would have audience, ah, oh, you know, I don't like this music or criticizing. No, the purpose is not there. Yeah. Not that here, you know. Everybody's here with good intentions, with, yes. you know, good vibrations and good thoughts. Yes. And then that makes you bigger, you know. I really feel it's very interesting. This happened during the rehearsals too. When I was playing, when I let it go, I make no mistakes. When I think I'm not making mistakes, how come? And then I would make a mistake while I was learning the, you know, bajanas. I said, no, just go, you know. And then I realized that, you know, Baba was helping me. And then, but when my intellect said, oh, what is going on? And then, you know, I would play a wrong note. And then the same thing happened, you know, here. I said, just go, you know. Go with the flow. Go with the flow and then it's happening. Let Baba take over. Exactly, yeah. That was a wonderful, wonderful experience. That mm, yeah. I, I saw Ruhi Bey too, you know, we, you know, like he was singing and it was a very, you know, everybody. Mm. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience and we were very lucky. Mm, absolutely, absolutely yeah. lucky. Uh, to be able to perform in front of Baba is something which we'll cherish for our lifetimes to come. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Such a privilege, privilege. You know, a very, to yeah. perform in front of him yes. yeah. and in front of thousands of people. people you know. Who are all so filled with uh, love and reverence, as you mentioned, they, because they are here to see Baba and listen to your music. Yes. What fascinated you about bhajans? I mean, the uh, melodic patterns, I mean, they are so simple and so complex at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's very wonderful and it's so, you know, meaningful, actually, mm -hmm. you know, to make music very simple and very sophisticated, you know, mm -hmm. that it's... So it's a mix. Yeah. It's a, it's a mix. Just like Vedas. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I may say so, sure. I, I try to read the transliteration. Yes. And that translation, yes. I mean, at the first sight, they appear very simple. Mm. And then the more you read, you come to understand how complex it is. And mm. the whole philosophy of life, life and universe and gods, it's all there. That is fascinating. Mm. Mm. Yes, it's just mm -hmm. like the Vedas. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. The Vedas are the storehouse of all knowledge. Yes. yes this yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, I was just asking you uh, the meaning of the, your university. You said it is... Knowledge. Big. Yeah, knowledge. Bilge is knowledge. Yes. And the, the meaning of Vedas also is knowledge. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that is the meaning of Vedas. It's knowledge. A knowledge that has come from God through the intuition of sages and saints. Yes. And it has been passed on through generation, from generation to generation, through sound. Yes, you know, sound. Through sound. Mm. Because only in the recent times, you have these things documented and you have books to see. But for thousands of years, it has passed on from one master to the disciple through sound. Yes, it's the same 
thing in Quran. Okay, Quran is now a book. It is printed. You hold it in your hand, just like you can hold it, hold the Vedas in your hand. But the basic uh, usage of both Quran and Vedas, you have to recite them. Yes. You have mm -hmm. to produce the sound. Sound, yes. And uh, whenever I listen to Quran, recitation of Quran, and I have been thankfully listening to Vedas uh, for over a week, it's like a shower of vibrations. I mean, it's really, mm. I can feel it in my body. Mm. It's, it's not only good for my intellect, it's also good for my body. Something is happening. This, yeah, is, this is wonderful. Like you are cleaning, right? Yes. Yeah. And, it's a purifying uh, experience. And someone told me that it, it also purifies the air. Mm. Not only your soul, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. but also the air. Yes. The Baba says, you know, to this chanting, singing bhajans, chanting Vedam, it is, it is to create those positive vibrations, which mm -hmm. are very much yes. needed in the current times. You yes. were referring yes. to the so many problems of the modern yes. world. Yes. And how it works, we never know. The, how the vibrations affect. But it does. It, but it does. Yeah. It does. It, it's just like you go to a holy place and you feel the vibration and what it does to your mind yeah. is something you can never describe. Mm -hmm. So you're going back with a lot of, lot of experiences cherished in your heart about bhajans, about Vedam, about darshan per se. And what really impressed me is, you mentioned about Swami's message, how it is so critical in the, in the current times, given the state the world is in, faced with so many problems, and where you see the light in Swami's mm -hmm. message. I think that is something, as a professor of communication, I think that is something you would like to communicate to your students. What would you like to say to your students if someone asks you, Professor, you went to India, you saw Baba, what did you see? Tell us. Of course, it's not very easy to put it in one sentence, yes. but uh, peace, love, these should be uh, two main keywords which must lie at the hearts of our lives. Mm. And uh, we have to deal with our ego, Yes. We have to go through its uh, illusions, mm. uh, the tricks it plays on us. I mean, as a film teacher, I always teach my students how to make films and uh, how not to believe in them. Mm. Okay? <laughs> Because films are full of uh, effects, you yes. know, tricks and all that. Yes. And... Uh, so I always try to show them what lies beneath, beneath it. Mm. So maybe just as I have been trying to show them uh, those tricks, uh, maybe I should now point to the tricks of ego and turn towards peace and love, the yes. truth of our heart. Yes, the ego should go. <laughs> I think we cannot get rid of our ego, we, but we should be able to control it and uh, we should not let it play all those uh, tricks. dangerous tricks on mm. us. Mm. That's wonderful. You said you've been into filmmaking, you've made documentaries, as you were saying before we started this conversation. So how does it feel being on the other side of the camera? You were all the time on the, this side of the camera. 
Well, uh, as long as it is you who are talking to us and uh, we are talking <laughs> at you, I mean, this, is, this has been a very nice conversation. Mm. I feel very grateful about it. I just forgot about the <laughs> camera. camera. We were uh, very comfortable with you, oh. thanks to you. Thank you very much. It is not every Thank day you. that uh, we have someone coming from Turkey speaking to us in the studios of Radio Sai and you came here. Uh, and share such beautiful experiences that you have felt in this last few days that you've been here. Thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. we will surely do keep in touch because we Please. are going to share all this to all our listeners on Radio Sai, on our journal Heart to Heart. And whenever you come next time, and we wish it happens soon. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> Let, we will talk more about how you've been trying to spread this Swami's message about peace, love, how you're taking Prashantinilam to your own place. Certainly. Definitely. Hopefully. Thank you. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sairam. Sairam. You just heard an episode of our series, Trust with Divinity, a conversation with Professor Dr. Nezi Adon, Dean at the Faculty of Communication, Istanbul Bilgi University, and his wife, Mrs. Jidan Adon. He was in the studios of Radio Sai along with his wife, Mrs. Jidan Adon, in July 2010. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Trust with Divinity. Please do send us your feedback by email by writing to listener at radiosci.org. Thank you and Sairam from Prashantinilayam.